Hey kids, can you guess what time it is? Movie time. Time to eat. I see a Bible and a donut. Yay! Devotions. That's right. Let's learn about God and spend some time in His Word. Welcome kids to Donuts and Devos, where God sprinkles His love on us and feeds our faith. Jesus will lead us and teach us. He will lead us to peace. We are the children that He loves. Jesus teaches to be just like you. Your words are true, so with Donuts and Devos, lead us to peace. With Donuts and Devos, with Donuts and Devos. Donuts and Devos lead us to Hi there, and welcome to Donuts and Devos, where we get connected to Jesus through God's Word. I'm Mary Faith, and thank you for joining us this week. We did miss last week because we had quite a bit of sickness coming through our house, and it's still kind of lingering in our community, so we have a few of our friends missing today, but that is okay. We are often joined by them and Pastor Glaze, who helps us dive into God's Word and learn more about familiar Bible stories and those not-so-familiar stories, kind of like the one we're going to read today. Didn't you say something last time about a talking donkey? I did. Now, this is a tricky story to try and fit in our short amount of time, but we're going to try and tackle it anyways. Balaam was a man that the Moab princes, or the son of the king, Balak, summoned to curse the Israelites. But God has other plans, and it's actually pretty funny what God does to get Balaam's attention. We can't wait! All right, well, let's pray and get started. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Our Bible reading today is from Numbers chapter 22, verses 4 through 35. At this point in time in Numbers, the Israelites are coming into Canaan and are actually taking over some of the tribes and land that exists there. So the country of Moab is a little nervous. Again, Numbers chapter 22, verses 4 through 35. And Moab said to the elders of Midian, This horde will now lick up all that is around us as the ox licks up the grass of the field. So Balak, the son of Zippor, who was king of Moab at that time, sent messengers to Balaam, the son of Beor at Pethor, which is near the river in the land of the people of Ammah, to call him, saying, Behold, a people has come out of Egypt. They've covered the face of the earth, and they are dwelling opposite me. Come now, curse this people for me, since they are too mighty for me. Perhaps I shall be able to defeat them and drive them from the land, for I know that he whom you bless is blessed, and he whom you curse is cursed. 
So the elders of Moab and the elders of Midian departed with the fees for divination in their hand. And they came to Balaam and gave him Balak's message. And he said to them, Lodge here tonight, and I will bring back word to you as the Lord speaks to me. So the princes of Moab stayed with Balaam. And God came to Balaam and said, Who are these men with you? And Balaam said to God, Balak the son of Zippor, king of Moab, has sent to me, saying, Behold, a people has come out of Egypt, and it covers the face of the earth. Now come, curse them for me. Perhaps I shall be able to fight against them and drive them out. God said to Balaam, You shall not go with them. You shall not curse the people, for they are blessed. So Balaam rose in the morning and said to the princes of Balak, Go to your own land, for the Lord has refused to let me go with you. So the princes of Moab rose and went to Balak and said, Balaam refuses to come with us. Once again, Balak sent princes, more in number and more honorable than these. And they came to Balaam and said to him, Thus says Balak the son of Zippor, Let nothing hinder you from coming to me, for I will surely do you great honor, and whatever you say to me I will do. Come, curse this people for me. But Balaam answered and said to the servants of Balak, Though Balak were to give me his house full of silver and gold, I could not go beyond the command of the Lord my God to do less or more. So you too, please stay here tonight, that I may know what more the Lord will say to me. And God came to Balaam at night and said to him, If the men have come to call you, rise, go with them, but only do what I tell you. So Balaam rose in the morning and saddled his donkey and went with the princes of Moab. But God's anger was kindled because he went, and the angel of the Lord took his stand in the way as his adversary. Now he was riding on the donkey, and his two servants were with him. And the donkey saw the angel of the Lord standing in the road with a drawn sword in his hand. And the donkey turned aside out of the road and went into the field. And Balaam struck the donkey to turn her into the road. Then the angel of the Lord stood in a narrow path between the vineyards with a wall on either side. And when the donkey saw the angel of the Lord, she pushed against the wall and pressed Balaam's foot against the wall. So he struck her again. Then the angel of the Lord went ahead and stood in a narrow place, where there was no way to turn either to the right or to the left. When the donkey saw the angel of the Lord, she lay down under Balaam. And Balaam's anger was kindled, and he struck the donkey with his staff. Then the Lord opened the mouth of the donkey, and she said to Balaam, What have I done to you that you have struck me these three times? And Balaam said to the donkey, Because you have made a fool of me, I wish I had a sword in my hand, for then I would kill you. And the donkey said to Balaam, Am I not your donkey on which you have ridden all your life long to this day? Is it my habit to treat you this way? And he said, No. Then the Lord opened the eyes of Balaam, and he saw the angel of the Lord standing in the way with his drawn sword in his hand. And he bowed down and fell on his face. And the angel of the Lord said to him, Why have you struck your donkey these three times? Behold, I have come out to oppose you, because your way is perverse before me. The donkey saw me and turned aside before me these three times. If she had not turned aside from me, surely just now I would have killed you and let her live. Then Balaam said to the angel of the Lord, I have sinned, for I did not know that you stood in the road against me. Now therefore, if it is evil in your sight, I will turn back. And the angel of the Lord said to Balaam, 
Go with the men, but speak only the word that I tell you. So Balaam went on with the princes of Balak. Does anyone here have pets at home? Yes, we have dogs. So do we. And we do too. So what would you do if your dog started talking to you? That would be so cool. But amazingly crazy. This is one of the more humorous stories in the Bible where God is teaching a foolish man a lesson through his donkey. You see, God can see into Balaam's heart. Balaam wants to go with the princes of Moab to collect on the gold and the silver the Moabites were offering him. He just had to go with them back to Balak to then go out and curse the Israelites. But God had already told Balaam, no, these people are blessed and not to be cursed. And Balaam told this to the princes saying, go back to your land for the Lord has refused to let me go with you. So he listened to God? It seems that way, doesn't it? But as we move along in our story, we see Balaam trying to find ways to work with Balak's princes. And this is why God gets angry with him and tests him. God knew Balaam was after the riches offered to him and was kind of working both sides, so to speak. Of course God gets angry then. Right? So there's Balaam the next morning on his donkey and with two servants heading out with the princes of Moab. But the angel of the Lord was standing in the middle of the road with a sword drawn, ready to strike down Balaam if he were to pass. Did Balaam see him? No, he didn't. But guess who did? His donkey. (laughs) The donkey saw the angel and went off the road to avoid it. Of course, Balaam got angry and hit her. Poor donkey. This happened three times, where the donkey veered away from the angel of the Lord to save Balaam, and Balaam, in his foolishness and blindness, kept hitting her. So to really get Balaam's attention, God opened the mouth of the donkey, and it... Talked! And Balaam is so silly and foolish that he has this conversation with his donkey. Like, nothing strange is taking place at all. Like animals talk every day. I know, right? And what's even more amazing is that the donkey makes perfect sense and kind of puts Balaam in his place. Finally, God opens his eyes and he sees the angel with his drawn sword and Balaam falls down on his face. The Lord now calls Balaam out on his sin. Balaam was pretending to listen to God, but was actually trying to find a way to go against what God had told him to do. But Balaam at last saw his sin, and he does confess it to God. What's wonderful, though, is that God still uses Balaam for his purpose, in spite of what he intended to do. God will use Balaam to deliver a true prophecy, which we will hear about next week. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Dear Heavenly Father, Thank you for sending Jesus, Thank you for sending Jesus, To forgive us, To forgive us, When we sin, When we sin, 
Teach us to hear your word. Teach us to hear your word. And to follow you. And to follow you. Not ignore you. Not ignore you. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So what was so special about Balaam that they went to him? Well, Balaam had declared himself some sort of soothsayer. Okay, that sounds like a type of dragon or something. <laughs> well, actually, it's our faith word of the day. A soothsayer is someone who claims to be able to predict the future, someone who pretends to be a prophet. The Moabites were afraid of the Israelites, these new people who had come into Canaan and were conquering the tribes. So Balak, the king of Moab's son, wanted Balaam to come and curse the Israelites, believing he had the power to do so. But he didn't. God came to Balaam and told him not to go with the princes of Moab and not to curse the people. And then we kind of see Balaam working both sides here as he tries to balance both the rich king of Moab and God's desire for himself. Because he couldn't curse them on his own. No, Balaam wasn't going to be able to curse the Israelites. God didn't want his people to be cursed, and he certainly wasn't going to be manipulated by Balaam to do so. God tells Balaam that these people are not to be cursed because they are blessed. And Balaam does tell this to the princes of Moab, but they didn't want to take that for an answer. Still believing that Balaam was this soothsayer, this prophet of divination, Balak has the princes up their offer to give him even more gold and silver. And Balaam is greedy, and he desires these riches. So while it sounds like he's wanting to do God's command, first, he doesn't know what God wants him to do, and second, he invites the princes to stay as he, quote-unquote, waits to hear more from the Lord. But God already said, don't curse the people. Yes, yes, he did. However, God wants to teach Balaam a lesson. Balaam is this greedy soothsayer who is trying to manipulate the Moab princes and God. But God's smarter. He absolutely is. He tests Balaam, and as we discussed in our devotion, he goes on to use Balaam's donkey to show him his foolishness and selfishness. No one can fool God and trick him. And we can learn a lot from Balaam's story. Don't try to do things our own way. You know what? That's very good. Our own self-will and desires can often lead us away from God and his plan for us. So we need to be mindful and to listen to God's word and follow it, not ignore it. God knew what the wicked Moabites wanted to do with the Israelites. But God told Balaam, No, you shall not go with these men, and you shall not curse these people, for they are blessed. With these words, Balaam goes back to Balak and his men and says, Go to your own land, for the Lord has refused me to go with you. 
This is our memory verse, Numbers 22, verse 13. Balaam wanted to go with the men, as we talked about today, because he was selfish and greedy. But God still turned a tragic situation into good, using Balaam for his good purpose. So let's go ahead and learn these words with Mr. Fritter. Hi, kids. Go ahead and sing after me so we can learn Numbers 22, 13. Balaam said, go, go, to your own land, for the Lord has refused me to go with you. Balaam said, go, go, to your own land, for the Lord has refused me to go with you. Numbers 22:13. Okay, let's do this all together now. Nicely done. Thank you so much for joining us today and for you, our listeners out there, as well as we learn more about God and His Word. Let's go ahead and close with our doxology. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him, all creatures here below. Thank you so much for joining us again this week. As I mentioned earlier, we are missing a few of our friends due to some illness. So we pray that they are restored to health quickly and as soon as possible. Please share with your friends and family that Donuts and Devos does exist. We'd love for as many kids to be able to join us each week as we share and do our devotions. I'm Mary Faith and you've been listening to Donuts and Devos where we connect kids to Christ and fill them with joy and Jesus' peace. Bye, kids. See you next time.